Sean McGuire, the legend in Las Vegas. What's up, my dude? How are you? Good, dude. Happy Sunday. We just got done with the F1 races here in Vegas. I have. I heard it's kind of. It was kind of a shit show. I've been watching it. Yeah. So first night they had a drain cover that got ran over that caused thirty-five thousand unhappy uh, attendees leaving like ten minutes into it. So they were pretty upset about that. I guess there's actually a class action lawsuit that's already been filed. Um, yeah. That's just a testament. I mean, I, I understand they're not happy, but also, like, I don't know. What do I know? But uh, you're trying to do this in this very busy place, and they haven't done it in 30 or 40 years, as far as, I, as, far as I've been told, um, in Las Vegas. And since then, Las Vegas has changed dramatically. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm not too surprised that it didn't go off without a hitch. But the next time, it'll be better. What do you want to tell you? Yeah, getting the first one done is always the hardest. Um I know that one thing that they're talking about in the review journal was how much of the money that they're making of that is like getting distributed among the locals, the residents, the service and hospitality, even like the drivers. Um, Cause they say, you know, it's going to stimulate the economy and doing all these great things, but then where does the money actually go? And it's just a weekend event. I mean, they said they're going to get more people there than they would for the Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of money and resources went into this. A lot of businesses were affected just even due to road closures. So it was a zoo getting around the last few I days. Bet. I was there a few weeks ago and it was hard. They were just setting up. Yeah, it was gnarly. They had temporary bridges that would be going over the, the racetrack area of it. So, I mean, they tried to not disrupt everything, even though it did and it was annoying. Um, but good time overall. Good time. I was there yeah. filming for company called VinFast that had a booth. They're an electric car company based in Vietnam. And you get that turned out to be a fun, fun gig. Yeah, it was like the testament of just saying yes. It went from supposed to be a one-day shoot to two full days with uh, edit due at the end of the day, both days. But it was a really great gig. They put me up in a hotel that was way nicer than one I would have booked alone. Um, Good for you. And then, yeah, the pay was great. The sent in my uh, videos, no revisions. It was like fucking nailed it out of the park. And I was just like, let's go. A customers, happy people. Good for you. It's also say yes to opportunity. Right Great lesson. Yeah. Well, the A customers. Remember we talked about it last week? Don't say yes mm -hmm. to the F customer. Um, mm -hmm. What you said was interesting. You said, um, you know, that first rep is the hardest. It's the same as the gym. It's the same as business. And, you know, for all of my entrepreneur friends who want to make content, it's the same as content. And I'm not saying I'm great at it yet, but the first time I shot video, it was nothing. There was nothing. First time I took a picture, it was nothing. First time I made a reel. You know what I mean? Like all of these things. The first time I did a podcast, it's just, it's reps, dude. It is literally just reps. So I love that. Those two lessons alone say yes to opportunity and you know just just play the just get reps especially when it comes to like content people ask me every single day now alex i want to start a podcast i'm like good you should oh i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this like i want to start a youtube channel i want to um make reels i want to blah 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 and they're like what's the like how do i set this up how do i what camera do i get all these things and like this looks good but this is not what's going to make us successful. What's going to make, make us successful is winning the war of attrition. Everybody quits. 
and everybody who doesn't quit basically wins. And that is most of the game. Don't quit. Just keep going. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Love it. Um, got a couple of things for you. Sure. Shoot. Um, one thing that I'm really hyped up about, this is a small piece of tech, but I kind of want to introduce, I, I really want to do this bit regularly where we talk about new tech, new uh, toys. There's a piece of tech coming out by Elgato, who is, uh, they make a, Elgato makes a bunch of different stuff. But one of the things that I use from them is they use the 4K cam link. So if you are doing podcasts or any kind of video and you want it to come from a big camera and you want it to come into your computer high res, you need to get this converter that goes from HDMI to USB. And, you know, they make a really good piece of equipment here. Well, one of the other things that I do is, I, I haven't done it right now, but I have a teleprompter set up here. But in the past, what I've done is I've put a external monitor with an HDMI out for my computer so that I'm not looking here at my screen. I'm looking eye to eye. And I think that's a big problem. Everybody now, you know, we have these big monitors. I have this big 34 inch ultra wide monitor. And then what happens is you either put a webcam above. So you're looking up, right? Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. And nobody wants this. I want to look right at you. So Elgato is coming out with a teleprompter with a screen built in and software to hook to your computer so you can do all sorts of stuff but uh that comes out mid-december i think i'm going to pre-order that and i am recommending it to everybody i don't make any money i don't have an affiliate but i'm going to buy one it's like 300 bucks but it's a teleprompter with a screen built in with an hdmi no more janky no more you know trying to hook my ninja five five inch screen up to uh my zoom and it's just, it's always messy. It's always a, a hack job. So anyways, kind of a, off the side, but I figured I, I really excited about telling you about that. I'll probably have to buy one <laughs> now that you mention it. And yeah. I will spread and the you good word the 4K backslash cam Alex. Yeah. And I knew you were bringing that up just to rub it in a little bit. The 4k cam link. Dude. So I just got done saying that how you look on camera doesn't really matter, but at the same time, how you look on camera it's like everybody wants to display themselves in their best light. So mm-hmm. I want you to look good so that when we share short clips or the YouTube channel, you're like, dude, look how freaking cool I look. Right. Totally. It's like a portfolio. It's like, look, hire me because I'm obviously cool as fuck. I obviously know what I'm doing. Totally. Totally. And people will get to see how cool you are from watching all the videos and all the clips. Yeah. Um, so one thing I've been working on this week and, or this last month actually is trying to hire some folks, which is new to me. And, and this, this content machine doesn't really make money yet. I've made a little bit, but what I want to do and what I'm curious where you're at with it is, um, community newsletter, and then short clips, you know, um, organic outgoing, uh, outbound, basically outbound media, outbound advertising rather than like paid, mm-hmm. like free organic outbound. So I did a newsletter back in the day. That's how I raised all my money for my real estate. I'm going to start that back up. I need to figure out how to automate it. The second one is the short clips, which is just a money problem. I just need to spend the money. Um, I'm trying to do it with AI and it's just, it's harder. And then the other one is the uh, Facebook group, which we started. I don't know if you joined it. It's called all, it's called content matters on Facebook. Mm, okay. would love would love for you to join it get in there 
start helping, start sharing. Um, mm -hmm. But it made me ask, it made me curious, you know, these are all things that I did for three over the last three, four years, my blog, which I fixed finally. So uh, my new, my blog is back up life and lens media. Um, and they all really, really helped me in business. And over, because they have to be done every week and then because they're systemized and repeatable and uh, I'm not good at them. I can't do things mm -hmm. twice, but it made me think of you, you know, and it made me think of everybody else, right? Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing for sort of digital resume? Yeah, what are we doing? Well, right now I've been using Canva for creating new, like, pricing menu options, I guess, so to speak, for different types of clients and uploading videos within that. So that's been something that's kind of cool because it's like the digital resume with the video built in. Um, that's on what platform? That's on Instagram? Uh, Canva. Oh, but what platform Canva. do you share it on? Oh, oh, I don't share it. Like that's just more of like uh, sending it to people when they ask for pricing sheets. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. By the way, dude, your new Instagram edits, are you doing those? Those are so good. No, I hired and uh, trained in the editor who's helping me. What does that cost? Can we split it? Um, we could do more. He he he's uh, what is he? Thirty bucks, thirty bucks a reel, maybe twenty bucks a reel, somewhere in there. Let's let's figure something out. Let's let's find out how much it would cost for him to cut up short clips for both you and I from this episode, and mm -hmm. we'll do some short. We'll get some more short clips done. Yeah. Even if they're not like. Well, the ones you have are too fancy. We don't need anything that fancy. We need captions and reframing. Yeah. You just need fancy for the first five seconds, really, because, I mean, most of it drops off pretty quick. Yeah, that's like YouTube. You ever watch, like, a, a lot of these YouTube videos? They're, like, the edits are, like, really intense for the first 30 seconds, and then it's, like, just somebody talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. What do you think about all these YouTube creators now that are dubbing their channels in different languages? Biggest up, it's huge opportunity, huge opportunity. Everything you make now, I love this. I love this topic. Everything you make now is for 8 billion people. Yes. Right. Especially if so you're in a, if you're thought. in a, yeah. Cause like, you're like, Hey, I can talk to everybody basically in the United States or I can talk to everybody who speaks English. And it's like, well, they're going to auto, you, here's what I think is going to happen. And right now you can do it in like CapCut or some of the other apps. I think YouTube is going to auto dub to a very high degree and they're going to auto generate lip, the lip movements. And so I think what's going to happen is like every video you play is going to go international. And if somebody clicks on it from Cambodia, it's going to be me and you, it's going to be our voices. It's going to be in their language and it's, we're going to speak Cambodian with our lips and it's going to be done internally for no cost. The, the, the democratization of content is about to go to everybody. Like the distribution is about to go worldwide, completely accessible, and it's going to be free. That's what I think. It's shifting really fast. You know, that made me think of an experience I had last week. I went and visited my buddy's office and they do product videos and marketing for like uh, e-commerce brands that are on Amazon and checked out their studio, met like their whole creative team and uh overall great experience i forget where i was going with this though i had a reason to tie it back in 
democratize oh they were using mid-journey for prompts so instead of building out the set now for product photography or videos where it's just like a static frame instead of building it they just use mid-journey for the prompt and they're like white wall kitchen with you know natural light backdrop i don't even know what the prompts were but we they have like a whole slack channel devoted to ai and all the different tools and ways they've been using it to streamline their work but it's just like another use case where you're like oh that's that's cool dude i um i don't know if i can find it but i did something similar i um mm -hmm. i designed our new podcast studio in midjourney and then nice and then i built the podcast studio to match i wonder if i can find it probably not Sick. um Yeah, I probably can't find it, but now I'm like going to go digging for it. But yeah, so we, um, yeah, it's coming, dude. Yeah, I, what I, I typed in like a podcast studio and like, it's an interesting thing, right? You start like, you know, moving around like, no, not like that. Yes, like this, whatever the case. Um, and you just like, it's a really interesting tool because it kind of spits out what it thinks, which is uh, not always great. But then you're like, it starts to make you think like, yes, this, not that, right? So you get like, it helps you get tighter. So yeah, um, I think the AI, well, AI is coming. I see, I use it all the time now. And, but for certain things like ideating, um, uh, don't help me, creative projects, it's a really eff effective, it can be a really effective like starting point. Because then you don't have to guess. You can just, um, yeah, you can tell it. Hey, I want to do a, I want to do a podcast studio. Two chairs, you know, green, you know, leather chairs, like whatever the case is, whatever I put in there. But um, dude, it worked. So now I have to find it. But now, like my podcast studio looks exactly like what I. It's perfect. This is a simulation. No, it's really cool yeah. when you start getting more on the offense with some of the things that are being built and made going on right now. Yeah, again, I'll say it. I've said it the last few weeks. Like the one that I use most often is um, uh, we use uh, pod, autopod. Autopod. For the podcast cut. I think it's a game changer. Oh, here you go. Oh, no, that's the real one. It's so funny. I was like, oh, here's a picture of it. It's like, oh, actually, that's the actual one. The 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 AI-generated one, I don't. I got to go find. Um, mm. But I'll have to I'll have to send it to you or something. But yeah, AI. Uh, anybody who's not using it, I think, is just... It's one of those things where... The, it's not that pod... <clears throat> Autopod is... It's perfect. It's not that it'll make you, it's a very small use case and discord or, or excuse me, mid journey or some of these other ones are like small use cases, but like when you need it, it helps. And then what happens, the thing that I, that I'm starting to appreciate is because I'm at the forefront, I see the changes as they come. So like Opus, we use Opus clips a lot, you and I, and Opus clips is like, okay, well now Riverside does short clips. So if you want short clips for your podcast, it's, it's never been easier. Now, should you pay an editor still? Yes. But the, the thing is, every four weeks, every three weeks, Opus Clips puts 
an update out. And it's like, yeah, we're better at framing. We're better at test uh, text. We're better at um, we're better at picking the right clips. We're better at this. We're better at that. We mm-hmm. we can we can have teams now. So it's just it's every three weeks. There's a big update, and I'm like, dude, I'm at the forefront of this, and that's why right now, everybody, I want everybody to have a podcast, whether it's Riverside or not, because it just it's never been easier, and it's getting easier to leverage, um, the all the infrastructure around it. So. Super yeah. interesting moment. So I learned a valuable lesson uh, last week. I wanted to share with you. So when I am filming with people moving forward, I'm going to have a clause or a date where it says, if you don't review it by seven days of me sending you the link, you forfeit your chance at revisions. And then it is due like the rest of the invoice. And if you want me to revise, it's going to be X. Had a client uh-huh. that waited a few I, weeks to get back to I me. I know about and this. And it was, it was annoying. Let's just say that. But the second part of that lesson is to know who the stakeholders are. So who has final say and who's going to be contributing? Because there's always this like process where there's like too many cooks in the kitchen for revisions and critiques and comments. And then, people saying things. So it's like going into mm-hmm. it, no one, who is the final say? And then two, who are all the parties that will be, you know, giving input or feedback. Um, so t- so tell me more basic. what happened. Oh, so the, the uh, client had another person who's like more or less like a creative director. And so they wanted to give input for, you know, reviewing the videos and it's just, you know, another opinion to consider and another person's schedule that you're managing, trying to, you know, get them to take time to review, you know, your video, your songs, your materials that you send them in a timely manner. Yeah. So in sales, they have this old thing, like, um, make sure you negotiate with all the, make sure you have all the decision makers before you negotiate. Right. So like when I was in car sales, right, it was like, guy would come in and he's like, I want to buy this car. And we're like, you know, are you the decision maker? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what about your wife? No, 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 Don't worry about, you know, it's like, no, we know the wife has to, the wife's going to care. Totally. Right. The wife's going to have it. She's going to have an opinion. You're not going to, be able to buy this car without, I mean, not to say you can't buy it without her, but um, she's going to have an opinion. So I feel that deeply. Um, what, but what, what happened? Like, what did the guy say? Because I remember he called you and he's like, oh, no, we need to talk. Can we block off like two hours? And you're like, oh, God. So was it cool? Was it a pain? What happened? Oh, no. my! I'm like you right now. I just My battery just died on the camera. One second. One second. Oh, boy. This is why we are a shit show. Dude, I love this. Sh- I love this show for just this reason, actually. If nothing else. All right. Uh, come on. 
Hold, please, everybody. Sean's just a rookie over here. Sorry, I don't Sean's know just a rookie. Not, uh... Need to get the cam link. Need to not. Do you have um? Do you need to get a cam link? Do you have a dead battery? A, a dummy battery? Um, not for this camera, but I'm gonna get one. Yeah, you need to get one. I thought it would make it. I was at thirty five percent. Do I? All right. uh, if I refresh this window, will it will it close out? Oh my god! I know. Probably. Sorry. I'm gonna run this show without you for a moment. So, let me tell you something, friends. One of the first things you should do if you film in the same place all the time: stop using batteries. Go on the uh, Amazon for twenty dollars. Get a dummy battery. You plug it into the camera. You plug it into the wall, and then it just stays on. This one, because it has this one, my camera that I'm using now has auto turn off. So now I don't even. I don't even turn it off. I just, I just, the camera just stays on all the time. It just stays in this one place. I come in, I turn my lights on, we record. It's so easy. Uh, and it's not e easy as when you're traveling, but, um, but we're not traveling. So it's so easy for me. I mean, for Sean, it's hard. <laughs> all facts, everything Alex said, I fully support and the more variables you can remove from the process, the better, because then you'll have it be more consistent. True that. Hmm. True that. Um, it's not even letting me select. Dude, I have these these mid journey um, images somewhere that I was going to show you for this podcast, but I can't find them. I can't find them nowhere. Dang, are they on your mid journey somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Uh, are you going to solve this? This is going to be fun if I, um, if you ruin the entire show. No, I hope I don't. Um, I don't know if I should try opening up another tab or not, but it doesn't let me... Uh, I have Sony camera image edge selected. Oh, boy. This is great. All right. This is a testament. Sean, you're going to get your shit together or not, but I'm going to go talk to our audience. This is a testament to why, uh, to exactly how hard production actually is. You're like, Alex, I just want to do a, I got a guy yesterday. He called me up. He's like, Hey, I want to do a podcast. Can you help me launch it? And I'm like, yeah, I'll help you do the creative. You know, we'll come up with a strategy. We'll come up with a show name, format, listener promise, avatar, all these very hard things, right? Who you are exactly, why you're doing this, who you want to talk to, what the promise to the listeners is and how you're going to uphold those promise. Like the the foundational, you know, fundamentals of, of content production. And then I was like, I can help you, you know, help you find guests, schedule guests, create a little system for that, hire a VA to run it all, do the short clips, all the stuff. And then at the very end, he's like, uh, I don't know why I didn't realize this, but he's like, I wanted to, I want to do this. I want to do an in-person podcast. I was like, you don't want to do this on Zoom. You want to do this an in-person podcast? He's like, yeah, in-person podcast is way cooler. I'm like, you need a body. You need, somebody who has to be good at production. You can't, this is hard enough to be the talent and to think about the show. It's going to be way too hard for you to um, then set up three cameras, multiple lights, do mic checks, take the, clips when uh, take the clips when they're done, upload them, color grade them, cut them. Right? There's That's, a lot of steps to it. There's so much. That's why he's like, well, how do you and Brandon do it? I'm like, we have a team of 10. Right? How does how does Pineda do it? I'm like, he's got a he's got he's got six guys and one studio. I mean, he wanted to make the, he wanted to make this thing mobile. I'm like, dude, it's 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 there's no way. Um, and even Pineda's team is more than six guys. It's six guys in the office. 
yeah, and that's a bunch thing. of editors. People don't realize how much goes into it and how siloed certain roles are really becoming for people where if they're this, the thumbnail editor, they're the short form clips person, they're audio only, whatever it is, however you divvy it up, it's like... Oh, teams are becoming dude, I'm bigger. doing this right now myself and I'm like, I am so maxed out. And then, you know, on our side, we're like, hey, we want to do, we want to grow. How come we can't grow? And I'm like, I, I'm doing as much as one human being can possibly do. And then some, I'm working my ass off. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's like, we want to grow the podcast. We want to grow short clips on Instagram. We want to grow on YouTube. We want to grow on uh, on TikTok. These are all different platforms. Somebody, I need a graphic designer. I need a copy editor, right? I need somebody to make sure that the whole system gets run cleanly. It's like, a, I need a, a manager. Like a eng- I call it like a, we need like an engineer. And then on top of that, it's like, who's going to come up with the ideation of, of new ideas. Like who's going to do the ideation for the short, for the short form content. Who's going to do the ideation, the research for the YouTube clips. It's, it's just, mm-hmm. this is, this is becoming a machine and the people who are going to succeed are either the people that go all in, right. All in or, uh, are good at, uh, figuring out and implement like, like implementing systems and people. But I always think you know, the way that, now with the systems, you and I, the way that we're doing this, which is like we record sometimes and we upload sometimes and we have, you know, me doing thumbnails. It's like we are we are testing the waters, but this is there's no way that this is going to go anywhere until we put some more resources behind it. It is good to get reps. I'm not saying anything bad about the reps, but like this can't be competitive until we get serious about it in terms of either time or uh investing in resources like in in building an infrastructure and then paying people to support that infrastructure sure no i agree i agree it's yeah. like yeah so, get the reps in then make it routine and then dial it in because yeah right now i feel i feel the same way some it's a little bit of like it goes in waves for me with like my workload and how everything has been in the last month two months i mean really all year yeah but well i'm working I on agree, now you know this week i think i'm gonna have uh, i'll invite you to it but i'm gonna have another guest and oh, I think that will help Heck because yeah. then it's not just reliant on you and me and our schedules. Um, I can get some more reps in. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is, can I get the VA to um, take the clips, upload them to YouTube, get thumbnails made, right? I have a little template now, so it's not as hard, but can I get thumbnails made? Um, can I get the short clips done? Which you and I, we should talk about mm-hmm. this off, off, off episode, but um, dude, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then for a lot of people, it doesn't make money. So I'm like, how does it going to make money? So right now, you know, I launched my content matters. I've got a club. I got a couple of clients, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably make, I'll probably get two clients this month. I got one. I might get, I think I get one more coming, but dude, it's like five, it's like five grand, which is not real money, but it's also not bad. It supports the infrastructure at least. Um, and I'm just helping them build cool YouTube setups. Love it. Um, but if I can get, you know, if I can get that to be, little, and I'm gonna build a course. Once the course is done, it'll be a little more. The money will be more passive, and then it's like, well, now I can, in, I can invest in, in um, infrastructure help Team. infrastructure, yeah, which is my weakness. Yeah, no, I all agree. right, I love. Well, I love that plan. it doesn't look like Sean's coming back. He is a don't. I am invisible. Yeah, I'm trying to get you work. If you want to hire a production guy in Vegas, I would have used to say Sean. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a little uh, montage clip of all the other episodes we've done where your your battery just mean a black screen and, and just send it to you. Just but yeah, mean a black no, screen. Lesson lesson learned. At least we showed up. 
You and a black right. screen. Oh, before Let- we get going, I had one thing I wanted to tell you about or talk about. Hit the me. Sony A93 just came out. It has a glow. We talked about it last other. week. Okay. I forgot. Let me ask you a better question. Sure. Let me ask you a better question. Of everybody, if we took a poll for everybody mm-hmm. that's in the call right now, one half are Canon and half are Sony. Whose cameras are working? Oh, the Sonys. The Sonys are not working. The Sonys are black. The Canons look great. I'm just letting you know. That's just, that's just a fact. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. What do you got to say? Here, wait. wait I, I can't. I can't. Are you laughing? Are you mad? I can't tell. I can't see you. <laughs> you can't see. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not upset. It's just, you know, uh, coming to terms that you're always going to love Canon and I'm always going to love Sony. And, uh, and that my Canon works and everybody can see it. And they're like, man, Alex looks great. Wish we could see Sean, but we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Somebody needs to keep score. Canon wins this week. Sony won oh, last okay. week because of the A9. Because of the A9. Sony won last week. But I wonder what they shot one F1 one. with. I wonder if they, I wonder if they shot the majority of F1 with. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, find that and bring it next just week. Let's... Gnarly. I'll bring it next they're, week. Yeah, they're not going to know. Um, but let's wrap. Let's wrap. Wrap it up. Everyone, All right. if you stayed with us this long, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, go to, go to Content Matters Facebook group and we'll chat. I just did it. I yeah. requested. And it's a join, private group so. too. So there's, I'm not letting any heathens in. Uh, but it's everybody who's an entrepreneur who wants to create content. So let's get that group up to, I think we'll get that group up to like, I don't know. One day it'll be a couple of thousand and then we'll do a paid private super group love it yeah all right my dude um all right my guy if you if, you can't if you're see listening me, but i am waving goodbye give us a five-star review on itunes all right thank you later